Busy streets, the scent of perfume, coffee and smoke. It is just as she pictured it. The buildings are tall, with long windows and little balconies. There are no office blocks. Every street corner seems to have a cafe with round tables and chairs outside. And as the taxi heads further into the city, the women look more stylish, and people are greeting each other with kisses as they stop on the pavement. I'm actually in Paris, she thinks, and suddenly she is grateful that she has a couple of hours to freshen up before Pete arrives. For once, she does not want to be the wide-eyed innocent. I'm going to be Parisian, she thinks, and sinks back in her seat. The hotel is in a narrow street off a main road. She counts out the euros according to the sum on the taxi's meter. But instead of taking it, the driver acts as if she has insulted him, waving towards her suitcase in the boot. I- I'm sorry, I don't understand, she says. Then, after a pause, she anxiously gives him another ten euros. He takes the money, shakes his head, then puts her suitcase on the pavement. She stands there as he drives off and wonders if she has just been ripped off. But the hotel looks nice. She will not let anything upset her. She walks in and finds herself in a narrow lobby. Already she's wondering what Pete will think of it. Not bad, he will say, nodding. Not bad, babe. Hello, she says, nervous. And then, because she has no idea how to say it in French... I have booked a room. Another woman has arrived behind her, huffing and puffing as she scrambles in her bag for her own paperwork. Yeah, I have booked a room too. She slaps her own paperwork on the desk beside Nell's. Nell shifts to the side and tries not to feel crowded. Ugh, I have had a nightmare getting here. A nightmare. The woman is American. The traffic is the pits. The receptionist is in her forties, with short, well-cut black hair. She glances up at the two women with a frown. You both have bookings. She leans forward and examines the bits of paper. Then she pushes each one towards its owner. But I have only one room left. We are fully booked. That's impossible. You confirmed the booking. The American woman pushes the paper back at her. I booked it last week. Me too, says Nell. I-, I booked mine two weeks ago. Look, you can see on my bit of paper. The two women stare at each other, suddenly aware that they are in competition. I am sorry. I do not know how you have this booking. We only have one room. The French woman makes it sound as if it is their fault. Well, you will have to find us another room. You must honor the bookings. Look, there they are in black and white. I know my rights. The French woman lifts a perfectly plucked eyebrow. Madame, I cannot give you what I do not have. There is one room with a twin bed or a double bed, depending on how you want us to arrange it. I can offer one of you a refund, but I do not have two rooms. But I can't go anywhere else. I'm meant to be meeting someone, says Nell. He won't know where I am. I'm not moving, says the American, 
folding her arms. I have just flown 6,000 miles, and I have a dinner to go to. I have no time to find somewhere else. Then you may share the room. I can offer each of you a discount of 50%, and I will ask the maid to turn the bed into two singles. Share a room with a stranger? You have got to be kidding me, says the American. Then I suggest you find another hotel, says the receptionist coolly, and turns to answer a telephone. Nell and the American woman stare at each other. The American woman says, I have just got off a flight from Chicago. Nell says, I've never been to Paris before. I don't know where I would find another hotel. Neither of them moves. Nell says, finally, look, my boyfriend is meant to be meeting me here. We could both take our cases up for now.